And welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today is Fun Friday, and we have Jeannie Robertson on the show. And this one is one of my favorite clips I think I've heard from her, and it's a little bit longer than I usually like to play, but it's hilarious. Hope you enjoy it. Here's Jeannie. The teacher in me comes out occasionally. That's point number one. I have point number two tonight, and that is... If we are really, truly going to have a sense of humor, that is an asset. Because may I point out, everybody in here has a sense of humor. It's just some people have such a bad one. (laughs) If we're going to have a sense of humor that works for us, it is important to see the humor in stressful situations whenever they occur and make the most of them. Am I telling anybody in here something new when I say just interacting with human beings every day, we are going to have some stressful situations. If you're sitting next to somebody who says, I I never have any stressful situations, you're sitting next to somebody that doesn't know what's going on here. (laughs) Don't point toward anybody in here. I know some of you travel great distances on buses to get here. Don't even do what people will do when someone's on stage and try to get their attention and then point three people down and like, she really needs to hear this. This woman down here is the one who needs to hear this. But stop and think a minute. What do we all, or what have we all gotten in the habit of doing when we get upset or have a stressful situation? Some people blow sky high. Some people fall apart. And then we always have people around us who seem to love to say, I knew if they did this, this was going to (laughs) happen. The most important thing is see the humor in it and keep going. And you will influence not only yourself to do that, but the people around you. When you leave here, I want you to write down a word. I want you to put it on an index card. Some of you may need to put it on 10, 12 index cards. (laughs) Your friends will tell you how many you need. And the next time something stressful happens and you say to yourself, I don't believe I'm going to be able to see the humor in this, I want you to pull out that card and look at that one word, and it will remind you of the only story I will tell you to illustrate this point. Because if this 18-year-old young woman could see the humor in what I saw happen to her, then we as adults can see the humor in anything. Do you remember when you were going to be in something like a high school play? And it was your turn to say the line, and the line was gone. And your mother and father fell out into the aisle. (laughs) They knew all of the lines. My mother used to come wearing an identical costume, just in case. (laughs) She didn't know when she was going to get her big break. And right before you passed out, the prompter, standing back here on a little stepladder and holding the book, would whisper the cue to you when she wanted to. (laughs) This is going to be the Renfro Valley cue to see the humor in any stressful situations, and the word is baton. (laughs) What did you think it was? Set your goals? (laughs) 
baton. I was to emcee a small town beauty pageant in eastern North Carolina in 1973. For the women here, I would love to say this was a scholastic opportunity for career-minded young women. No. It was a small town beauty pageant. The night of the rehearsal, I said to one of the contestants, what do you do for your talent? And she said, I twirl the baton. And I thought, oh no, <laughs> not another baton twirler. How many do you think I have seen in all these years? I know nothing about twirling the baton. I spent every spare minute I had growing up shooting hook shots. I begged to shoot hook shots for my talent in the Miss America pageant. My daddy said, you let us bring a goal up there in our truck. You put it on stage and let my daughter come out and shoot hook shots for three minutes. She can hook right-handed, she can hook left, and if she hits them, you better name her Miss America. And they told us shooting hook shots wasn't talent. We did not know this. But now I have been a judge up there and I understand these things. They were afraid I would win. The headline would have read, Hooker Wins, Miss America. Couldn't have. Do any of you twirl? Sir, you twirl? Have you ever? You're just giving it up? I want to take something back. A minute ago, I said, I don't know anything about twirling the baton. That is not true. I know two things. Number one, it does not fall into your hand and start pulling your arms and legs through the air. It has to work somehow in and out of your fingers. And number two, twirling the baton is like everything else in this world. Developing a sense of humor, working with people, traveling with friends. Sometimes it takes years of practice to get it just like you want it. Years. Unfortunately for this contestant, she had only had two weeks. She decided to be in the pageant and they said, don't forget you have to have that three minutes worth of talent. She said, in the second grade, my sister had a baton. I'm going to find that thing, and I'm going to twirl it. The music she selected was the hit of the day, The Hustle. <laughs> Remember it? Dun, 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 And the night of that rehearsal, she got out in the center of the stage, and she did not twirl the baton at all. She held it smack dab in the middle, and she went back and forth, back and forth, as fast as she could move her little arm, trying to make it look like, from a distance, in a dark auditorium, that she was up there twirling the baton. I stepped backstage to the JCs. Any of y'all ever been in the small town JCs? I said, excuse me, but I need to talk to somebody. She's not twirling the baton. He said, I know that, but isn't she pretty? <laughs> I said, I don't think you understand the world as it is today or pageants in general if you think being pretty is the deal here. She's going to embarrass herself in front of her hometown. And I will never forget it. He said, uh-uh. you the one, Jeannie, who doesn't understand the world as it is in this town. You just breezed in here as some sort of an out-of-town expert. We've been working with her for two weeks. Don't come in here and mess her up. 
And then he said something about her that I want people to say about me after every speech. And if our friends are saying it about us, we have it made. His comment was, after working with her for two weeks, everybody back here wants her to win. She's just so pleasant. We think we'll enjoy working with her for one year. What a compliment. He didn't say she's going to be Miss North Carolina. He said we're going to enjoy working with her for one year. Ladies and gentlemen, she had one little bitty hope of gaining any points in the talent competition, and it was this. A minute and 15 seconds into her three-minute routine, she reared back, and she got ready to toss <laughs> that baton up into the air once. She had no control over where it went. People who had been at rehearsal every night knew, duck when she gets ready to throw that baton. They came in old football helmets, and the mothers would put their hands down on the children's head and mash them down in the seat. And wherever the thing went, she went after it. And if she caught it and happened to be facing this way, that is the way she stayed until the music ended. You were not there. Jeannie Robertson was there. You don't make stuff like this up. But you let me describe it and you tell me if you haven't been there. It was hot. It had been 100 degrees that day outside. We were in one of those old wooden elementary school auditoriums. No air conditioning. Sticks were holding open all of the windows, which I found fascinating because all of the windows were broken out. <laughs> 800 people jammed inside and it only seated 650. They were everywhere. Woman in the front row had one of those curved popsicle stick cardboard funeral home fans with a picture of heaven on the back side, beating her chest. I could barely emcee the pageant for watching this bionic arm. There was a child next to him once in a while, she'd give him a swat and come back and there she'd go. Somebody had come through town selling walkie talkies and every JC had one, plop, on his hip. They were backstage with those walkie-talkies four feet from each other going, Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let up on the button, Bubba. They rolled a piano out for one of the contestants and she stood there and said, I'm going to play a medley of Gershwin tunes that I wrote. Have you been there? We've all been there. This is small town America. I normally, when I used to MC pageants, would stand on the side of the stage at a lectern, introduce a contestant, get off the stage. I wouldn't have left the stage that night for anything. I had to see with my own eyes if she could fool a person. The music started. Dun, 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 dun. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. 800 people sat in total disbelief. It was like there was an 800-person jaw drop. But did they burst out laughing? No. You see, they did not know what they were supposed to do. 
It was like 800 people sat there and said, give us a clue. We're going to help you, but we don't know what you want us to do. Is this comedy? Tell us right now, is this comedy? And I maintain that every time people are working or traveling or living together and there is a stressful situation, many times people will stand around and wait on the cue. And if the cue is to get upset, they'll do it. If the cue is to fall apart, they'll do it. But if one of us can give the cue to see the humor in it and keep going, people will pick it up and run with it. For one minute and 15 seconds, she went back and forth. And they held it in. And it was tough. By now, mothers had the hands down over the children's head. Little feet were going in the air. Mouths all covered up. But they had said to themselves, we can hold back anything for three minutes. But you see, they did not know about the big toss. At a minute 15, she reared back. JC's fell to their knees and started praying, don't let her hit somebody in the head, please. And in front of her hometown of 800 people, she tossed that baton up into the air and it didn't come back down. It just did not come back down. Now the music didn't know it hadn't come back down. The music never missed a beat. And can't you see her? Sure you can. Young woman looking all around. She looked over at me. I said, I don't have it. She looked out and it was like 800 people shrugged and said, we don't either. The baton was caught in the curtains. It was not coming down. If that had been me, I would have either fainted or I would have pretended to faint. 18 people would have had just dragged my body right off the stage. But she had what I've been talking about tonight and what every one of us knows will work. She had the ability to see the humor in it. And incidentally, right at that second, she had the same choices we all have in stressful situations. She could have angrily stomped off the stage and right before she disappeared behind the curtain, looked at the audience and said, those JCs. Half of the people there would have looked at each other and said, those JCs. They had not done a thing. They didn't have a man hiding in the curtains that reached out there and plucked it off when it went by. She was only 18. So she could have burst out crying and run off the stage and we would have said, what a shame, what a shame. But we would have all been thinking, huh, why couldn't she do anything but fall apart? But she decided to see the humor in it. And when she did, I stood on the side of that stage in 1973 and watched her influence all those people to the humorous side. I told y'all that she came from a tiny town. This is the kind of town where when she was 80 years old, she could go in the grocery store and they'd say, do you remember that night she was twirling that baton? They never forget. And pageants take a lot of criticism. Some of it is justified and much of it is not. But if you're 18 years old and you're twirling a baton in front of your hometown and you do not have a baton, put yourself in her position. She looked up and she saw the thing was caught in the curtains and it was not going to drop. She jumped like that a couple of times trying to jar the auditorium. The place shook. Dirt came down, sticks fell out of the windows, but the baton was not coming down. 
She listened and knew she had about a minute left on that music. And ladies and gentlemen, she did what each of us can do. She decided to see the humor in it and she gave everybody there her best pageant smile. And she started pantomiming a baton routine, <laughs> the likes of which you have never seen in your life. She tossed that thing up, she caught it behind her neck. People went berserk. She tossed it up and started watching it take loops. And I looked out and 800 people were looping that thing. And right before it hit the stage floor, she pretended to catch it under her leg. By now, mothers were throwing their babies up into the air. But did she let well enough alone? Never when you're on a roll. She danced to the side of the stage and pretended to catch a second baton. And when the music ended, she was standing in the center of the stage pretending to twirl two batons as fast as she could. Man in the back row said to his wife, she's twirling them so fast I can't even see the batons. That was Jeannie Robertson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Jeannie Robertson, The Baton Story. You can also find out more information about her at her website, JeannieRobertson.com. Also, I found out here by looking at her stuff that she is on Sirius XM Radio as well. So go support her however you want to because she's great and she tells some great stories and makes us all laugh. So I hope that you have a phenomenal weekend. If you like this podcast and it blesses you, please tell a friend and share it on, you know, Facebook or YouTube or wherever you want to share it and give it a thumbs up and a rating and review um, and iTunes. That would be so helpful to me. So I appreciate it. God bless and go out and live your 320 life more than you can imagine. Have a great weekend.